Chagiga Davchof Amad Aleph Shir number one, we're at the top line, and Rav Murray had just learned out from our Mishnah, from the fact that the Mishnah doesn't make any reference to Chulin Shanaso Ataras Lakodesh, which is Chulin, which a person who's extra stringent, he will only eat his Chulin with the same level of purity as if it was Kodesh. And Rav Murray said that we treat that Chulin, because of the stringency, as if it's actually Kodesh. And the practical halacha would be, based on that, is that if a sheni latuma touches this chulin, shanas or kodesh, it becomes a shlishi, just like uh, kodesh would, and it's able to transmit that tumma to another piece of kodesh, rendering that other piece of kodesh a ravi. Whereas if it was chulin, none of this would have been an issue. And he knows this from the fact that the Mishnah doesn't actually mention so he assumes that it's just like Kodesh. Says the Gemara, Vidilma, maybe, maybe the reason why it didn't mention it in the Mishnah as a level by itself is the Idamala Truma, Hatani Truma, because maybe it's just like Truma, and the Mishnah mentioned Truma. And maybe it's just like basic Chulin, and the Mishnah did mention Chulin. So, meaning you can't infer from the fact that the Mishnah didn't mention it by itself that it has to be like Kodesh. Maybe it's like Chulin, or maybe it's like Truma. And this happens to be the opinion of Tutanaim. Disnan, as it says in the Mishnah, Chulin Shanas Atarasa Kodesh, again, this extra stringent Chulin, which is treated like Kodesh, Hare Hain Kachulin, according to the one that the Tanakhama of this, this Braisa, he holds that it's actually only like Chulin. And Rebbe Lazar, by Rebbe Tzadok Oimer, he says, they're actually like Truma. So at this stage, we only have a proper source for two opinions in the Tanaim. One says, Chulin Shanas Otaras is like Chulin, and the other one says it's like Truma. And we still got to find a proof for Rav Mari who holds that it's actually like Kodesh. So the Gemara says, Elami Sefer, rather Rav Mari must be learning from the end of our Mishnah. The end of our Mishnah says like this, Yosef ben Yoezah hayachosit shabaguna, Rav Yosef ben Yoezah was the most pious of all the Kohanim, vahaisamit pachtun, nevertheless, his clothing would be considered Midras, a certain type of Tuma, le Kodesh. And Yochanan ben Gudgudah hayachoichel al Rav Yochanan ben Gudguda was this type of person who treated even his chulin like Kodesh, his whole life. And nevertheless, he, even he wasn't on the highest level. Therefore, his clothing would be considered tome for anyone who is engaging in the procedure of preparing the, the waters for the paraduma. The inference from this is in For chatus, it would be a problem, but for kodesh itself, it would not be a problem. What's the inference from this? Alma, apparently, Kosova, that the author of our Mishnah holds, Chulin Kodesh, that this extra stringent Chulin is considered Kodesh, like Kodesh. And the, again, the practical uh, halacha that would come out of that is that it can be rendered a Shlishi and can render other Kodesh a Ravi. So, to summarize at this point, we have three opinions in the Tanaim. This stringent Chulin, Chulin which is treated on the high, uh, as if it's Kodesh, does it actually become a higher level? So according to one Tana, it stays at the level of Chulin. According to the other Tana, it becomes like Truma. And according to Rav Mari, based on our Mishnah, it becomes like Kodesh itself. Kodesh Domu. Om Rabbi Yonason ben Alaza. Now, this law or this idea that a person is extra stringent with his Chulin, and he treats it as if it's Kodesh, meaning he purifies himself and everything that touches it as if it's, chulet, uh, as if it's Kodesh. There's a certain law that in order to maintain the status of purity on these objects, one has to 
constantly guard it. There needs to be a continuous shmira on this object. So now we're going to have certain halachas with regards to that law. I'm Rabbi Yonasin ben Alaza. Nafla ma'afartoi. If a person, this person who's extra scrupulous with his chulin, uh, treating it like kodesh, if his shawl falls from him, himenu, and he says to his friend, Tanayli, give it to me, and his friend picks it up and gives it to him, Tameya. He says that that shawl is now Tameh because it left the control of the original owner. Therefore, there was a split second at least where there was no proper shmira, no proper guarding, and that renders it Tameh on this level of purity. Am Rabbi Yonason ben Amram, another halacha, if he switches up his Shabbos clothing with his weekday clothing, meaning he pulled, put his hand into his closet and he wanted to pull out his weekday suit, and instead he pulled out his Shabbos suit and velovshon, and he put them on, and then he realized that it was the wrong clothing, says the law, nitmu. They are tame. Why? Because while he was holding onto the clothes, thinking they were weekday clothes, it actually turned out that they were Shabbos clothes. So therefore the Shmira wasn't on Shabbos clothing. The guarding was only on weekday clothing, not on Shabbos clothing. So therefore it wasn't the right level of guarding. Therefore it's Tameh. Amrav Allah Tzadok, another law, there were two very wise and scrupulous women who were very careful with these laws of, of purity. They accidentally swapped clothes in the, in the bathhouse. And they, they brought the, the, this, this, this case in front of Rabbi Akiva, and he says it's Tomei. Because while the one woman was thinking she was guarding her own clothing, she was actually guarding the other woman's clothing, and vice versa. So therefore neither of them were actually guarding that that they thought they were guarding. So therefore there wasn't a proper shmirah on these items of clothes, even though they were both scrupulous women. It's not good enough. It's Tame. Maskif lo Rabbi Yosha. Rabbi Yosha asks a question on this law. He says, Elamat, if that's the case, if a person sticks his hand into a basket to pull out a loaf of wheat bread, and instead a barley loaf um, came, out, came out in his hand, right? Are you going to tell me that that's also, that the, the loaf of bread is also Tame? The reason for this would be because in that split second where he thought he was holding on to wheat bread, he was actually holding on to barley bread, and therefore there was not a proper shmira. So he says, are you going to tell me that that's also Tameh? And if you're going to say yes, for Hatanya, but a says, if a person's guarding a barrel of wine, or guarding a barrel with the assumption that it was wine, but it comes out that it was actually oil all along, Tahira. We see the Brysa clearly saying it was Tahar. Tahar Militame. It's Tahar from being able to transmit Tumma to something else. So apparently, guarding A and thinking that it's A, but it turns out that it's B, apparently, based on this Brysa, it's not a problem. So how come we were saying it was a problem up above? Answers the Gemara, Ula Taimech, according to what you're saying. Ema Sefer, look at the end of that Brysa. The end of the Brysa said, even though the, the barrel that you thought was wine, and it turned out that it was oil, it says it's not Tomei to transmit Tumah to something else. But the Brysa ends up saying, but you're not allowed to eat it. So the Gemara asks, am I? If what you're saying is correct, and that the Shmira was perfectly fine, then why on earth would you not be allowed to eat it? So Amr Rabbi Yirmi, Rabbi Yirmi explains the case. 
It's a case where the person watching it says, I guarded it from anything that would render it tame to the degree that it could transmit tumma to something else. But I didn't guard it well enough from something which might have rendered it itself tame, but not strong enough to puzzle something else. Meaning, I guarded it from high-level tumor, but I didn't guard it from low-level tumor. So that would explain the case in the Brisa, which told us that it is tahor, it's pure, from being able to transmit tumor to something else, but it itself can't be eaten because it, it itself is um, tame. Now, the Gemara is going to be confused by this because it's an unbelievable scenario that a person could guard half. You're guarding it to a certain degree. So this barrel of oil, you guarded it well enough for certain tumors, but not well enough for other tumors. So the Gemara asks the question, is there such a thing as half guarding? And the Gemara answers in, yes, there is. For Hatanya, as the Brisa says, Hoishit Yadu Basal, if you stick your hand into a basket, vahasal al and the basket is on your shoulder, vahamagarefa besoichasal, and there is a little shovel inside the basket, vahaisa beliboy al hasal, and your intention was just to to guard the the basket, vloyhaya beliboy al magrefa, and you never really intended to guard the the shovel inside that basket, hasal tahar vahamagarefa mitameya. The law is, is that the basket is tahor and the shovel is tame, because you only intended to guard the basket, and even though they're linked, they're touching each other, nevertheless, there's such a thing as half guarding. So the Gemara now asks, Hasal tahor, how can the sal, how can the basket be pure? Titame hamagrefa, let the shovel which is impure inside the basket impurify the basket itself. All right, titame hamagrefa lasal. And the Gemara answers, Ein kli metame kli. That the rule is, is a tome kli vessel cannot make another vessel tome. So that's why the magrefa, the shovel, does not render the basket impure. So just to summarize, we had this idea of guarding one's, uh, one's uh, tohar items. And we said that if a person's shawl fell on the ground and for momentarily you just told somebody else to pick it up because you can't watch it in somebody else's hands, that's a, a, a breach in the shmirah, therefore it's tame. We also said that if you mixed up your clothing while you are holding onto the clothing thinking it was weak, thinking it was weekday clothing, but it was in fact Shabbos clothing, right? That is not a good enough shmirah, therefore the clothes are tame. And similarly, we said if the, the case of the two women who swapped their clothes by mistake, since they thought they were guarding their own clothes and it turned out they were guarding somebody else's clothes, um, it is tame. Uh, we asked, but how come the barrel of of oil that you thought was wine, how come that seems to be okay? And the answer is it's not okay. The answer was is that in fact it becomes tome. It doesn't come to become tome to the point where it can um, contaminate other things, but it itself is tome. And we said that the, the, the big chiddush of this case is that a person can have half guarding, that if a person has two objects connected to each other, one could guard one object without guarding the other, and likewise a person could guard an object from a certain type of tumor, but not necessarily have guarded it from another type of tumor contamination.